you may begin. A lot of times I'm driving, there's nothing to do. And I shuffle through the radio before I unglue. There's a lot of red on ways, it's traffic, I'm screwed. And I'm wired a bit different than a regular dude. It's not a bad thing, I embrace it, it's true. The radio don't stimulate brain chemistry fluid. The Buddha found Nirvana and the Four Noble Truths. Through a meditative process, right action he proved. For me, I require the use of a tool, a detector pin, pointer, shovel, and beach scoop. I'm meant to work the dirt with my history crew, but everywhere I look, my interest taboo. Most people choose Bieber over Tippy Canoe. Huh. What does a detectorist listen to when the radio is full of bad music and news? I need an alternative for me to peruse. Beyond sight and sound gets fantastic reviews. A metal detecting show where my thought bubble brews. Are you looking for a high quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American based company that stands behind their product? and everything they sell. Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap the small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoop's company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com That's X-T-R-E-M-E Scoops.com Hey boys and girls! We are going to talk about SMW Shooters and Prospectors. What is SMW Shooters and Prospectors? We at SMW Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Farrell. chocolate ship shape, and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to find everything that I needed at Prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Sammy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at SW Shooter and Prospectors? Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one on one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, contact Chuck at SNW Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I bet rum not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right. We're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting, and Treasure Running Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. All the crazy digging people, too. <laughs> oh, so, uh, obviously, well, first and foremost, links in the chat and the description, our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectives, Ring Finders, Note the website, Terry Shannon's website, Midwest Refineries, there's also the Amazon link in there too, imagine that. We've got Ohio Metal Detecting, Detect That Outdoors, All Metal Militia, Crazy Spider Adventures, all on YouTube while you're over there, check out Quarter Hoarder. And uh, we've got, oh, 
Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa, Treasure Hunters, The Relic Hunters, and Detect America, all on Facebook if you're into the Facebook side of things. You can check out Frank, Steve, and Ronnie with Detect America, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Multicasting, you can check out Shelly and Dawn on Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern. Simulcasting. Uh, <clears throat> if you're into those as well, although I do highly recommend checking out some of the links, definitely. Um, and I guess the uh, the big question is, uh, <laughs> what happens to, to Quarter Hoarder's YouTube channel from here? I don't know. Further research is needed. We uh, that's that's yet to be determined. And and believe me. We're we're looking and we're 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 watching we're following that we want to see what uh, happens with all of that and uh, I don't know I mean kudos kudos to uh, to him and Doug uh, obviously whether whether it's something. You know that you're basically you're being made fun of or whatever, or uh, being you know having some some comedy poked in your direction. Then hey, you know it happens. It's still good. It's still exposure for the hobby in a sense. And for those that don't know what I'm talking about, uh. I have the link up on the Beyond Sight and Sound page, the Mental Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound group, even though we try to keep YouTube links to a minimum. We do have a special spot that people can post their YouTube channels over there. If they scroll down the, the group and find the post, I do bump it occasionally. But every now and then, we do have to share a YouTube video. A lot of the times, it is from Crazy Spider or uh, Illinois Digger, you know, people people like that, uh, quality videos, you know, Rob Rizzo, the History Digger, <clears throat> just different things like that. And we also shared this on my timeline and over to the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound group. Quarter Hoarder did an impromptu live tonight. Uh, about an, uh, 45 minutes, an hour before we went live. And the Quarter Hoarder YouTube channel was actually featured on the <laughs> Beavis and Butthead show. <laughs> Of uh, all things to be featured on. <laughs> Poor Doug. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they were really getting on Doug. But. <laughs> there is some funny, funny stuff in this. <clears throat> and in the... What is it? I, I believe it's called Paramount Plus or, or whatever. Gives you access to the full episodes of Beavers and Butthead and everything. But uh, Quarter Hoarder did share a couple little clips that was were basically tied to uh, tied to to. Uh, the topic at hand of, of him being, of, of the YouTube channel being featured, so to speak, on Beyond, on Beavis and Butthead. Uh, for, for those that know Beavis and Butthead, obviously, they, they will. There are a number of short little video snippets throughout the episode that they make fun of, they, they, poke fun at, whatever the case may be. And it just so happens in this one, it was uh, 
one and a quarter hoarders videos. And they, they took it well. They took it well. They did. But if you have not seen that, we did share the link to the impromptu go live. I probably should have included it in tonight's episode as well. But I'm sure that uh, one of the listeners can drop it into the chat if they would like. So, obviously, we've got the links out of the way. We've got the usual suspects in the chat. All the uh, criminalistic minds. Joking. 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 Uh, What do we have here? <laughs> it's hilarious, Shannon. It's hilarious. <laughs> but it was. It was some funny stuff. And uh you know, some somewhere here in the lineup, obviously, people people that were following last year, they know that we do what we can to try to get some of the special guests, uh, YouTube personalities and things like that that are attending an event like last year. It was swing into summer, so as we were getting close to the event, we were kind of ramping up and and getting more of a look at the people that were going to be attending, special guests and different YouTube channels and all of that, we were having them on the show, not only before the event, but following the event as well. You know, what are you looking forward to, or what did you take away from the event, things like that, uh, things of that nature. And it'll be no different this year with detecting the heartland. So I'm sure that at some point, we will have Quarter Hoarder on to kind of discuss the upcoming Detecting the Heartland event. And rest assured, somewhere in that episode, we are going to have to bring up the topic of them being featured uh, shown, whatever, however you would like to word it, I'll say featured, um, <clears throat> what they thought of that, what they took away from it, and things like that, which the link that we shared tonight on the Beyond Sight and Sound page group in my timeline, you're basically going to get that snapshot of a reaction by watching that impromptu go live. They show little clips of the episode. They pause it in a few spots. It's not the whole episode. It's just what's mainly focused on them. And they kind of uh, give, give a little bit of what their reaction and their response was to it, how this all came to be, and things of that nature. So for anybody that hasn't checked it out, the link is on the Beyond Sight and Sound page, my timeline, and the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound group. And hopefully by this point, one of the listeners, probably Scott, uh, has already dropped that in the chat. Scott or Ohio Relic Hunter, Travis... Shannon, I know they all know what I'm talking about, and and they've seen what I'm referring to. Uh, Tam, Tam saw it too. Uh, <laughs> it it was it was kind of funny because I was in here listening, you know, watching it as I'm getting ready for the show. Because lesson learned uh, in the past, we can't always just come running in at the last minute, flip the switch, and expect everything to work. So, 
I was watching it in here with headphones and didn't realize that Tam was also watching it out in the other room. And every so often, I just hear her rolling. I'm like, what the heck? What is going on? I mean, granted, I'm in here. I'm about to fall out of my chair anyway. I'm laughing so hard. But uh, go out and come find out she's watching the same thing. Had to see what was going on. So. Welcome. I see D.A. Frank is in the house. Celeste is in, the newest member to the Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound group. Uh, apparently, she thought she had already been a member and was not. And uh, rectified that situation, apparently. There we go. Ohio Relic Hunter got the link. Outstanding. Good job, Bill. And <clears throat> I realize a lot of people don't watch Beavis and Butthead. Quite honestly, I don't watch... I We don't have cable. So... I'm not sure which surprised me more at first. The fact that Quarter Hoarder was doing an impromptu live to show little clips of the episode and and talk a little bit about their reactions to it. Or the fact that Beavis and Butthead were still around. I mean, good grief. South Park has had quite a run, but... Uh, Apparently, Beavis and Butthead have, too. And now they've decided to poke fun at metal detecting. It's still exposure for the hobby, though. But that's not to say, you know, we still have to do what we can to keep the hobby in a a serious and good light. (laughs) How's it going, Chuck? Well... (laughs) I'm going to have to watch it after the show because I don't watch Beavis and Butthead, never have. Well, Quarter Hoarder has clips of the episode up on his YouTube channel. Just just the parts where they were watching a Quarter Hoarder video and basically poking fun at it or what they were finding, but or maybe I should say maybe maybe neither of the two things that I said I don't know which surprised me more. Uh, maybe there should be a third one in there on the fact that apparently, uh, Butthead actually knows what metal detectors are and what people do with them, or the fact that I I have to kind of agree with Quarter Hoarder. Maybe Mike Judge, who is the creator of Beavis and Butthead, uh is apparently a closet fan of metal detecting. I don't know. <laughs> closet, yeah. Well, I when I heard this, I I gave Jason a call, I, and he didn't pick up. So I tried to get him to call in and talk to us about it. And um, uh, so I'm sure he'll call me back sometime tomorrow. He's probably His phone's probably lit up. Well, I don't know... Um... They may have mentioned in their their little live on YouTube when this episode aired as far as what day. And I'm sure Scott can provide some insight because I think he did see it real time, the, the Beavis and Butthead episode. But basically, this came out at midnight uh, California time. So okay. that makes it, you know... 3 a.m. or something for us back here on the East Coast. And but we'll be with Jason here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why, I mean, we'll, we'll touch on it when we have him on the show because we'll, we'll, well, have, sure. <laughs> we'll have him on here before DTH, I'm sure, like we did last year. But uh, this would have aired at like 3, 4 a.m. Eastern time. And they mentioned in their YouTube go live 
or their YouTube live stream that uh, by 5 a.m. his phone had woken him up because it was just absolutely blowing up with messages on Messenger, text messages, emails, you know. Do you realize that you're on this... It can't be bad. ...national, you know, episode? (laughs) No. No, that's pretty cool in a sense. I mean, if they didn't do it to hurt them or anything, I mean, if they were having fun and poking a little fun and everybody's taking it in fun, that's cool. And that's, I I believe, anyway, that's pretty much the way anybody viewing the episode is going to take it. And that is definitely the way Jason and Doug took it. Uh, Which, like I said, kudos to them, obviously, you you can't be on social media of any platform as long as Beyond Sight and Sound has or Quarter Hoarder, any of us, and not have developed a thick skin. If you didn't have it before you got onto social media, you got it awful quick or well, you went just away. Just put up there, the Quarter Hoarder crew had to sign off on a waiver to allow them to use their video. And they're receiving compensation from a production company called Tet Mouse. No lie. They have yeah. not gotten any payment yet. Tet Mouse is a bird. And there was some speculation in Quarter Horse chat that they may get paid in Legos. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but to to be a a uh a a show that that has as much reach as Beavis and Butthead right apparently still have uh i think that was the biggest thing that that Doug and Jason took away from this is uh, you know okay yeah we're we're being you know good we're we're being all right with it we're having a good time with it too we'll we'll have a few laughs if people are poking fun at our expense or whatever but at the same time it's pretty cool to be shown on a big series like this so they're they're excited about it i'm sure and it was funny it fell off the face of the earth for a while now it's back yeah they did. They went away for a while. I did not know they were back. And I'm not even sure if people that get cable can watch the episodes since there's so much digital streaming anymore. Right. I believe you have to subscribe to this Paramount Plus package or something like that that they were talking about in the live stream. Needless to say, the the parts of the episode that are are focused on the quarter hoarder video, they mm-hmm. do show that in the YouTube live stream. And well, quarter hoarder is one of the few that I go back to and watch a lot, and um, simply because I know him, of course, John, right, and uh, uh, a couple others. And that's about it. I don't spend a lot of YouTube times because most of them are not good <laughs> in my mind. That's that's one way to put it. Yeah, I mean, I as nice as I can. I used to lose a lot of time trying to keep up with everybody's YouTube channels, and there just isn't enough time in the day. I. Some there were some days where I'm sitting there and I happen to look at the clock and go, "Great, there's two hours of my life I'll never get back." I I I watch some of Rizzo's and Tim's and um, some of the quick hitters from KG and Ringy. Oh yeah, yeah. Time that is about it. I watch Nora Svet a little bit. Joe likes watching her because she gets oh man she gets all excited when she finds something but that little girl works her fanny off but she gets to go places i only dream about and go detect in it she's diving and some of the others are pretty good but then there are those that 
when a guy's sitting there sweeping the detector 40 times over that damn same target telling me, you hear that? Yeah. You hear that? Yeah, we hear Can't it. Dig the it. damn thing up. Can't do it anymore. And, and that's what kind of... I mean, I, I was a video creator, too, until the hands got to where I can't really do it. But uh, yeah. I just, I can't waste time watching these people like that. Like you said, they want to sit there and play with the signal for 10 minutes. Just dig it up and let's get on with it. <laughs> or they're doing air tests on all the machines against this machine. Oh. Like these three machines. And this doesn't read that well. And this does and that does. You know... And people, some machines are just super hot on some things and others aren't, but they're hot on other things. Is that we just haven't found that 100% do all that's going to get everything every time you sweep the coil. If it was well, out there, close. we'd be using it. That's right. And well, anyway, that's I'll the have other to watch thing. that one. There, there yeah, are yeah. entirely I, way the too. I've watched Aqua Chigger too. He's one of the nice guys I've yeah, met those with. Are him. Right. Got to hang out with him. Actually, a first time I met him was at a mine lab event and then over in England I hunted with him and different things like that good guy oh yeah yeah but there are entirely I mean anymore anybody gets a cell phone or a camera in their hand and they automatically think oh I'm gonna make a YouTube channel and I'm gonna get rich and retire it it doesn't work that way and you know, unfortunately, lives, hey, hey, look what I just dug. I'm digging this. This is good. That's good. Whatever. And that's on Facebook because try, me trying to do good videos is not good. <laughs> and unfortunately, see, there's just. See, I'm shooting at my face. Jill says nine times out of ten, I'm shooting up my nose. Right. So, <laughs> that's not good. And there's just, there's so much misinformation out there on YouTube anyway that I just, I got to walk away from it. Right. So. Frank, if you put them waterproof wireless and figure out how to make that, uh, them work underwater wireless, which would be, mm, probably not, uh, let me know. Yes, Rob right. Rizzo puts out some nice videos. He likes to do a little bit of the history. He likes to do a yeah. little sightseeing, does some detecting, and that that's cool. He, he spreads it out. Absolutely, and and uh, I even mentioned the history digger here. You know, uh, coming into the episode or shortly into the episode, however you want to word it. You go R H. You're right. He, he does posted, I, oh, my channel is a boogeyman. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I, anymore, if I try to do a video, I, it's it's just a, I don't need YouTube. It's sort of little go live on Facebook, one, done, good, move on. You know, but even right. at that, uh, videos are just, they're not. They're not my stick anymore. Uh, I I did put up one a couple of years ago when I hit an 1890s era gold band. And I caught so much flack from that video Ooh. that it's like, you know what? I'm just, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not doing them. Hell with it. I'll post up still photos of flights from time to time, things like that. But aside from that, just the uh, the hate comments that that came out on that video. It's like you know what? And until you can walk a mile in my shoes, shut up. <laughs> there you go. So anyway, and Frank and I've talked about YouTube videos. We both kind of scratch our head and go, "Not." Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, that's kind of cool. I have to check that out. Get on the link. Uh, Bill also posted a link up on it. Yeah. Yeah, I see where he posted it in the chat. Definitely uh, something to check out. It, it's a little different. Like I said, they're they're poking fun at, at primarily Doug. Uh, and maybe even a little bit of fun at the hobby. But it's still exposure for metal detecting. Some people, I'm sure many people that watch Beavis and Butthead have not been exposed to metal detecting. So who knows right. what it does for the hobby? Right. And Shannon, I've warned 
my I'm answer she's saying and she panics at the first sprinkle or mist with the mind lab headphones. They go right in the case. They're not submersible, but a, a light sprinkler or something's not going to bother them. Now, if you're out in one yeah. of our torrential Midwest downpours that comes That's another the story. they dump the bucket of water on your head, that mm, probably wouldn't help. Yeah, that's another story. And I'm I'm sure she's talking about the Equinox headphones, and yeah, I, you're, Kevin's you're having problems right. right. And I'm almost wondering when he is... If he hasn't totally charged, if maybe they're starting to have a problem. Because hmm. if one or the other gets low, the unit or the headphones, it'll drop pairing. And I'm talking really low. And, right. And it won't repair. And you got to get it charged up. So maybe the internal batteries on that set of headphones could be going bye-bye. That's a good possibility because I've never had any issues with headphones pairing to the Equinox. And I uh, have one. The headphones were left on overnight. And, and just well, yeah, that'll do it. So that'll you can get that it. long wire out and hook them up. And you're good for a while. Right. But yeah, I I I think you know, Shannon doesn't have to be quite that cautious. I've I've been out. You know where it's been sprinkling before with the headphones and the Equinox. I'm telling me something won't charge. I don't know if it's the headphone or the 800. Who is Barb on her on her Equinox? Says mine won't charge. So did she drag her cable down the road? <laughs> I no comment, but yet maybe. <laughs> I'm not sure what the issue is there. I've never heard of someone having... Well, I'm not sure if it's the headphones or the Equinox, but... Uh, He's saying the headphones won't charge. Barb, if it's under three years, send it in. And try sending it in again. If they won't charge right now, send the headphones in. They may send you another pair. Well, that depends, though, because that... The machine warranty does not marks, cover the batteries. No, but you just saying I have an issue. Shannon, Shannon said she had to send hers. The button stuck, and they got a new pair. They may, they may, um, they may. I don't know. We'll right. see. And I you see know, Kevin Barman uh, ask him, saying, "Hey, they quit." And Kevin's in from the Squatch Brothers. He he does say that his are both fully charged, and he's having. And Shannon and and Phil, yes, uh, Frank shipping me my some. Some Aquatex for the 800 series, 8900. Ah, they'll like those. Yeah, they asked me uh, about them the other day. And actually, I, I think they've got a pair. And, um, yeah, do that, Barb. That might help you. I'm answering questions as they come up. They know what I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> yeah, they, they got a lot of questions in the chat tonight, I see. Hmm. That's right, Scott. So I, you know, the way they do it now, you have to go in, create an account, have a password, go into Mind Lab or some of the other companies. Some still have cards. Uh, Garrett does on the pinpointers. Send them in immediately. I used to always send the cards in, sit down there and fill them out. But now you got to go online and do it all. So I sit there and I tell people, warrant your unit immediately, right away. You right. To. Yeah, it because uh, the the manufacturer tracks these units by the serial numbers, and they know when these units leave the factory, and they mm -hmm. allow a a certain amount of time, you know for it to reach the distributor, for it to reach the dealer, for it to reach the end user. Yep. And if you hold off on that and then say two years down the road or something, you have an issue with the machine and you go, oh, I better fill out that warranty card so I can send this in and have it repaired. It raises red flags and you may not get anything accomplished because they may consider the warranty void. 
that is correct. So that's something to to think about, folks. I mean, if you get a machine that you're not sure if it's the right fit for you or whatever, still go ahead, fill out the warranty. You can, a lot of times these warranties are transferable anyway. Right. Earl's so, in the house, by the way. We haven't seen Earl. Welcome, hey, buddy, for hey. a long time. Yeah, been a while since we've seen Earl. Well, good to see him. Yeah. Matter cool. of fact, Earl. John Ramos is in. He's been John. bouncing in and out here for a while. John, I'll be at your hunt. I should be back from England at that time. As a matter of fact, Earl may want to tune in Wednesday. Oh, yeah. I'll bet that'd be right yeah. down his alley. We're going with, we're going with the uh, Civil War. We've got some stuff lined up. Now, you should all know some of this. Yeah, not saying you'll all know it all, but some of you guys should should know at least some of these answers, and, and there's some of you yet that may even know all of these answers. It just depends on how well-versed you are in Civil War history. <laughs> That's right. Oh, Mike. <laughs> you read Mike's comment in there? Yes. Can you see that? There you go. <laughs> I'm not repeating it. That That's Mike for you. Boom, yep. Scotty did. Oh, my. Go back and maybe... Uh, Take an Equinox 800 about 1971 with me. <laughs> right. Yeah, that that is one thing. I mean, if if we could take the machines that we have available at our disposal today, back to when any of us got started in the hobby, because some of us have have been doing this for quite some time. I. Uh, well, just between the two of us, there's more than 75 years combined experience, more than 80 years combined experience. Yeah, I know uh, it makes it old, too. Right? <clears throat> and then look at the years of experience that Frank's got. I mean, some of us are definitely long-time uh, veterans in the hobby, so to speak. And then you have Ronnie drop in, and he just... He's got more combined experience than all of the chat put together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. At least that's what Steve would say. Yep, yep, yep. Hey, we should mention that that, that raffle. We're going to end yes. online sales the Sunday before, right? That's what we decided. Uh, yes, that would be... Anybody can still get raffle tickets for the Manicore now up through... Uh, May 14th. Yeah, so you get a couple weeks. Yeah, so if All you got to do is message me, we'll chat on the phone, you can pay with debit or credit card, and then we'll get you entered. And if you're sitting there, say, May 13th, still trying to decide, I don't know, should I or shouldn't I? It, it's kind of a no-brainer. You should. You should purchase $50 worth of tickets. And then you want to get it done by May 14th. Because if you decide May 15th you want to do it, well... Not taking them, then. It ain't happening. Because it'll be a busy week getting ready to go up to the hunt. Right. And, I mean, people people should know this, this is nothing new to people. We did the same thing last year. You were running raffles with online sales. We were running a raffle with online sales. And we both cut them off about a week before the event because it's just it's too much to to try and keep track of all of that plus get everything around that's required for the event and travel and so it, it's it's simpler just to to cut it off before the event and those that are attending the event well 
they're still good if they decide May 15th that they want raffle tickets because they can purchase them in person. Yep. Yep. We've already got them talking Civil War. Oh, boy. Earl's in, Earl's in giving them some uh, good, good information. Taking them to school. Yes, he is. Well, see, that's that's the way it goes. Yeah. Uh, each ticket is, John. The the tickets are twenty dollars a piece, or you can get ten tickets for fifty dollars. Now, I don't know you. The choice is yours, but I'm thinking it's not a real hard choice. I'm thinking right. if the person's going to do it, they they purchase them in fifty dollar bundles. And you don't even have to be present to win. Last year, Detecting Addicts won the uh, Deus 2. He wasn't at the event. Of course, he was a happy camper up in Alaska when he found out. Yeah. Yeah. And John, it's 20 bucks a ticket. But if you want to put 50 out, 10 tickets. Right. right. That's why I say it's a no-brainer. About a half an arm length. You want to spend tickets. $20 for one ticket or spend $50 and get 10 That's right. So, anyway. Steve even got tickets and probably $50 worth and probably used Ronnie's credit card. <laughs> yeah. I, he tells me, don't tell anybody I buy tickets. What you do, gets on the show and tells everybody. Tells everybody tickets. he bought tickets. <laughs> I'm like shaking my head. <laughs> what? Right. So, don't let the cat out of the bag because I'm going to do it and, you know, basically uh, booby trap myself, jinx myself. Right. And again, I reiterate at this point that I do not have that manicure in hand yet. I'm waiting for it. If it's. It will get shipped to the winner once I know I'm getting it. They yes, are so as slow soon as it to, is available. As soon as it's available, you'll get one. So, you may, you may get lucky enough to take it home with you from the event, but don't hold your breath. Right. Barb's asking me. She's looking up when she bought the Equinox from me. So, I'm going to have to go back and see if I can find that, Barb. I've got all the receipt books. Yeah. I know I gave yeah. you a receipt on it, so we'll we'll go back through it the old fashioned way and see what I can find. Yeah, I mean you can't just pull that information right off the top of your head. You deal with too many people to do that. But there is record of it. There is a paper trail of it. Right. Right. So yeah, Kevin. Yeah, Squatch Brother says he can just pick it up. I don't have to ship it to him if he wins. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that well, and that's true. I mean, he'll be right there at the booth. Right. Well, if it's at the event. Otherwise, yeah, he could still pick it up. I'm sure he's not far from you. Well, Pacifico's in the house. Hide, Frank. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yep. He, his ears must have been burning or something. He's going, huh, it's Sunday night, and I, I feel it. My ears are burning. They're talking about me on Beyond Sight and Sound. I got to get in there and defend my honor and, you know, <clears throat> go ahead and, and say hello to Frank in my own particular idiom and... All yep. of that. And and show his support at the same time, I'm sure. Show his support at the same time. They they Detect America does like to uh show their support not only for Beyond Sight and Sound, but also for Can You Dig It? And we appreciate it. There you go. There you go. So Anyway, the hunts are starting out there coming up. I see who was it? Somebody was talking about the one in Michigan. I think Scott was. And that's September 30th, and we got our friends over in Chicago having wow. theirs in September. And it, it, it's it's about man. Every weekend we could go to a hunt somewhere. Yeah, they're they're stacked up like cordwood. If if people 
uh, were in a position to where they had nothing but time and plenty of financing to go around to all of these events, they'd feel like a ping pong ball bouncing around the country. Okay, it wouldn't be a good time. Test on the beach, Lake Michigan IMDA Club. Yeah, that's the uh, Chicago event. Yep. yep. That's that's the one that John hey, um, John yep. Ramoska, we'll Alan Landau, that they're doing, and uh, that is the that's actually Digfest Two. That's the second annual. Uh, being put on by the IMDA, which is the Illinois Mental Detecting Association. Right. I'm glad I'm so handy with all these acronyms and don't bite my tongue when I'm trying to spit them out. Yep. I'm planning on being there if everything's good and going well and all that. We'll have a good time with that group. I had a good time last year, although I would request that you turn the heat up just a hair because that wind coming off the lake was cold yeah especially in the morning from what i recall oh here. man and then there's these guys that run down there and they're going out swimming in it, and i'm looking at them going huh, yeah you're not yep too cold for me nope no nope. i'm not doing it nope yep, anymore well met and i stayed the night before and frank and i ran over yeah, that's we right. got set up and had a blast with the people all day long. Yeah, yeah. I even won a, I even won a detector. Yeah, uh, 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 Vanquish four forty. Yep, and I moved that forward. I uh, gave that. Who did I give that to? I gave that kids to Christmas giveaway. Like, yep, Christmas. So yep. that's cool. I don't remember. Uh, which child subsequently won that, but that's where it went was the kids' Christmas yep. mental detecting giveaway. Yep, that, that was paid forward. Yeah. I don't remember the actual child's name that won it, but then again, uh, you know, I I had a lot of chemicals on my scalp at that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. You got fried. Yeah, vividly. That's all right, though. And I did just cut the hair the other day. It's it's a wonder that Tam hasn't been on me about that yet. Uh, what color is it going <laughs> yeah. Or it's just going, Josh sounded like butthead. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did yeah, watch Quarter Hoarder's live stream, so I may have came out of that with, with a little bit of a uh, grammatical error. <laughs> you're catching it now Tam's, Tam's on there talking about you being fried way before that oh boy yeah 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 and it's it's kind of strange too because I I did I just cut the hair again the other day because it was getting a little shaggy it was like an inch long or something, three yeah. inch and a half. Arm came up. Dave Riley won that detector. Ah, okay. All right. So it went out there to uh, New Jersey. Yes, it did. That was a well traveled 440. Yeah, it was. From, from uh, Dig Fest. To your place, to New Jersey, because I believe that was shipped direct from you. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, it was. It bounced around the country a little bit. Well, anyway, one one thing I'm going to try, I'm going to give a 900 a couple days of hunting here. It's really sit down and figure out differences in the units. I'm sure that you're going to People find out. People ask me a lot of questions. I can kind of answer them, but I really need time on the machine to really get in depth with them. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm sure, though, that one of the things that you're going to find out, and this is what I had said from the beginning when they launched the 900, and it's something that 
many of us Equinox users have said from day one, I even said it from the release of the 6 and 800, if it would have had an expanded VDI scale, it would have been a very nice feature. And lo and behold, now we see it with the 7 and 900s. They have the expanded VDI scale. And users purchasing the 7 and 900, they're really going to love that expanded scale. Right. It's going to be quite beneficial in the field. Where those of us that run the 6 and 8, we know that that machine kind of lumps multiple targets into a range of numbers where now that the VDI scale is broader, we may be able to isolate certain targets better. Yeah. So we're going to work with that. And uh, Scott's talking, that sounds like a RAS to me. Somebody's running a RAS on a Manicor. He's selling 17 tickets at 100 bucks a ticket. So I don't know. I uh, yeah, I we try to stay away from razzes. Either we sign an agreement, you cannot do razzes or be involved in them. Yeah, I try to stay away from all of that. I've I've seen and heard of too many people that uh, have gotten themselves in some hot water or wound up unfortunately getting uh scammed out of their money basically he's running a digging it back channel in florida according to scott so well all i can say is that for those that are thinking of purchasing into a ras be very very careful and Earl says he got lucky at DIV. He won a Garrett Goldmaster 24K on a raffle and a Garrett Carrot from a field test drawing. That's cool. Well, you can't beat that. It sounds like he really did good. I mean, I I don't know, and, and maybe you've got some insight in on this possibly. I don't know if Garrett did any redesigning with the 24K or not. I remember the 24K when Whites was just launching it. And from everything I saw, it looked like it was going to be a decent machine. It it was going to do what it claimed to and things like that. So I don't know if Garrett just kept the technology the way it was or if they revamped it, kind of tweaked it a little bit before they re-released it or what, but uh, obviously with with Garrett's track record, I'm sure it's a good machine. Yes. I've got one here. I took it to Alaska with me. Oh, really? How'd that do for you? It did very well. I got some small pieces with it. You have to... It's totally different than running some of the other units, and it, it has a very good iron feature on it. Mm-hmm. But you have to slow that sweep speed down and listen very closely. And, yeah, it, it did all right. Mm-hmm. Well, and, right. I was going to say, that's that seems to, as I recall, that seems to be what I can recall from the videos that I had seen right there as or before Whites was fixing to release it was that, it did seem like it did good on small gold. I'm not sure how it did on large gold, because where where people were taking these when Whites was releasing them, it's they've already been well-hunted places. Because Scott, that wasn't meant to be Ill, any, any jab at him, bud. He says the gentleman that's running that is legit, and he has a lot of followers. That's great. Oh, I'm just... well, that's that's good then, because uh, that that's why I say be be very careful about razzes because some of them out there are not legit, and that that unfortunately gives the ones that are a, a bit of a black eye because people have bad... Uh, nope, I'm not running the guy down and he's, he has experiences. I'm every right in the world to do that, so... Right. 
Well, at least we know he's on the up and up. So, yep, people can rest assured that they're they're okay dealing with that particular gentleman and purchasing tickets from him. I still myself, I just try to stay away from him. It's it's just I don't say a whole lot about him on the show or anything like that because it's. Uh, it's not necessarily, I, I don't want people to think that I am promoting something that, because dealers, like you said, th- that's a no-no. That's definitely a no-no. That's so, all I wanted to mention. <laughs> I don't want people to think that, that uh, you know, that reflects back on, on any dealers or anything like that. So I just normally don't speak about Razzies. Right. So, and, uh, but just guys, John's asking about Alaska 2024. It's not finalized yet. I'm waiting to hear back on some stuff. So I'll let you know. Oh, John's thinking about going to Alaska. Well, I came in Allen. I've got, uh, Frank Juarez, myself, uh, Dave will probably go again. Um, a lot of that crew that went up, and I have some others that want to go along, so we'll probably have a pretty healthy crew. Hmm. Well, there's nothing wrong with and that. It will be the, probably about the last week of July, like I have been doing it. We've been, knock on wood, pretty fortunate with the weather. Oh, you guys have had phenomenal period. weather at that time, and, um, right there last well, week of July. We'll go over three so. times in a row, but we'll try, actually four. That particular last two weeks of July, first week of August have been good to us. Yeah. Yeah, very clear weather. I I know there were a couple of times where what you guys wake up in the morning and have to deal with frozen pipes. Uh, yeah. But still, a, a lot of the time, come afternoon, you guys are running around in t-shirts. Oh, yeah. If Beautiful the, weather. If the skeeters aren't too hungry. Right. Yeah, I I hear uh, some of the mosquitoes up there have tail numbers. No. <laughs> them them some big boys. Yep. Why don't you get out of here? I'll get out of here. Hey, all right. Well, thanks for the call, Chuck, and... Uh, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to check that video out there on the corner orders group, and then and check that out. And uh, you guys oh. all have a great night. Kevin, give me a call. Barb, I'll see what I can do for you, and uh, we'll go from there. There you go. That's all we've got. There was nothing there meant to shine any bad light on your gentleman there digging with rob so it wasn't meant to be yeah absolutely if if he's legit and on the up and up uh i wish him the best of luck definitely yeah yeah everybody have a safe week i'm on river watch we're headed toward a probably a number in the top five all-time floods on the mississippi river up here so oh no no rain no rain Oh, no. Well, keep a close eye. Savannah's all but closed off. They've already closed streets down in Davenport. They're putting HESCO barriers up. Uh, The water's up over River Drive and Moline already. And it's still got like two and a half feet to go. Maybe three. See, and and that's what I was saying a few episodes back. Under my top of my bank, and I'm only talking a couple, so. Yep, uh, and that's what I was saying a few episodes back. Some people will definitely learn the uh, meaning and terminology and understanding of cresting. Yeah, watching that real close. Yeah. So y'all yeah. have a great one. I'm out of here. Have a good night, Josh. Stay Thank you. safe, Chuck. You too, buddy. Bye-bye. And, yeah, I'll reiterate again. Obviously, this uh, gentleman that's running the Manicore Raz, it appears that he is on the up and up, so kudos, more power to him. I wish him the best of luck with it. 
And and that's the thing. If if there is a RAS, if you're thinking of purchasing into it, at least do a little bit of homework. Get get a hold of somebody that knows somebody, you know, somebody that you can trust. Take Scott's word for it. Uh like with this gentleman. Don't just automatically, you know, look before you leap. Look before you leap. And it sounds like this guy's on the up and up, so that is definitely a good thing and who knows? Maybe uh, maybe Scott will get a ticket and he'll be the lucky winner. I mean, the odds sound pretty good as far as the chance at winning. I believe Scott said uh, 17 slots, so that's not bad. Definitely. So, certainly... Uh, once again, no offense intended there, Scott. And uh, if that gentleman happens to hear about it and take offense, please uh, convey our apologies. It was definitely not meant as a direct jab at him. Uh, also, another disclaimer that I should probably throw out there is that if anyone is going to watch the Quarter Hoarder live stream, remember that uh, Beavis and Butthead is more of a mature, well, an adult comedy audience. I'll put it that way. I'm not going to say a mature comedy audience, an adult comedy audience. Uh, so you may not want to have small children in the room, young children, when you are watching this. Uh, so if Frank goes and checks it out, he's going to have to make sure and put little Frankie in the other room or whatever. If people can remember the posts about little Frankie. And certainly no jab intended there. Either way, uh, in recap, Scott and Shelly have themselves entered into the running to win one of the silver pull tabs, the coveted silver pull tab. Uh, and that was last Wednesday with our trivia on U.S. Queenie. This Wednesday, the trivia will be centered around Civil War history. So, for those that are looking to play, remember, you don't get the question until you call in. So, you may want to kind of buff up a little bit on your Civil War history. Uh, some people may know most all of these answers. Other people may not know any of them. If Civil War history is not your cup of tea, you may not want to call in and try to get yourself a uh, an entry into the drawing. That's not to say you won't have another chance, though. <clears throat> because there are other opportunities on the horizon say. Other than that, let's wish everyone along the banks of the Mississippi uh, that they are safe and, and keep them in our thoughts. Uh, it's a mighty river. And we certainly don't like to hear that they could be looking at one of the top five floods in their history. Because when the Mississippi breaches its banks, it... Well, to sum it up in a word, devastation. That's about the best way <coughs> that that can be explained. Other than that, it's good to see everybody in the chat once again. 
We will be back Wednesday with Civil War history questions. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm I'm really not sure what the following round will be. It could be detector terminology. Uh, could be manufacturer themed questions. Who knows? We'll just have to wait and see. Until the next one, though, we're going to roll on out of here. We hope that everybody does have a wonderful evening, and those that are in the path of the freeze warning, stay warm. We're out of here. Mm -hmm.